Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and newlywed Julia. Congratulations, Julia, on that big news. Big, big news. We love it. We're going to hang out with Lori and Julia for the next three hours. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. it will, we're, we're, we only have two more days in the studio, Julia, and oh. then we are out into the wild. <laughs> out into I the know. wild the great Minnesota State Fair. Has anyone looked at the forecast? Is it going to be, like, lovely? Uh, looks like Thursday, 76 and sunny. Friday, 79 and sunny. Julia, let me just tell you this. We haven't had a 90-degree day at the fair since 2013. It's yeah. been seven or however many years that is. Are you kidding me? And 2013 that's is the last time 90. we had 90, I 90 degree day at the fair. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Was that the hot, hot year when no one even bothered to come to the fair? <laughs> Possibly. Grant, it was so hot. Oh, I remember. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll look at my optimistic phone. Um, it looks good. It looks really good. Except for good. Saturday and Sunday, we could see a little bit of possible rain here and there. Nothing we all day. We got Pipple and the Beach Boys. So yeah. that needs to just go on away. Mm-hmm. But it's so far away right now at this point. Yeah. But tomorrow for your birthday, we got 85. That's good. Okay, so so someone sent me this morning, get a happy birthday from a friend. And I'm done saying my birthday's tomorrow. Right. Because Grant, when Facebook first started, I didn't want to give Facebook my real birthday because I thought, <laughs> why should I tell them? They're, what are they going to use it for? Right. And this is so and long we ago. were doing it. was a Lori Julia it Facebook account. It was Lori account. Julia, and we had to put one in, and I just didn't want to put the thing. So, But she sent me the, my five other Facebook accounts that I've started. Oh, you've started Some, a lot. I found name. one of them recently. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing. I don't even do Facebook. I got... The wedding stuff on Facebook, because now it's added to Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I could just click add. Right. Um, but I did. So it showed up under Lori Julia. It did. Not under your various One of my personal million. accounts. So I have a million of them that I haven't looked at. And, you know, <laughs> well, when we started we, with no Facebook, there was no like strategy. So they said, you two have to have a Facebook account. So we both made, pers- we both made personal right. Facebook accounts. And then I don't want to say they got polluted. But they did get, quote-unquote, polluted. So it was a mix of our family and friends and then radio friends. And all of a sudden, we we had, like... I I just ran away from my personal account because it I didn't know how to unfriend people. I didn't know what to do. And I just thought, I'm only going to do Facebook. Enjoyed it pretty much, unless maybe there was a dating reason you did it. But you stuck with Lori Julia. Yeah, and and really never even looked there. But... um. It's, I think you had a dating pro Facebook thing I? one time, yeah, based on the picture Marticia? and the name mm-hmm. that you uh-huh. used. Uh-huh. A first and a non-existent <laughs> oh. middle name was your You're name. So she's such a liar right now. <laughs> 
She's making this all up. Maybe my husband's listening. <laughs> oh, you he's just not. be nice. He knows you had a pass for crying out loud. I know it. Um, yes. I have to tell you a story, though, today okay, because I am flummoxed by my eyes have vexed me this year. I'm going to call 2022 the year of my eyeball woes because I thought I had windburned eyes in Hawaii. Remember that? And you then came I, home with the reddest, reddest eyes. eyes and it lasted like for three weeks. And I finally went to the doctor and then right? I had then I had windburn. I've, my, my eye condition again when I came back from Cabo and then every time I've noticed that I'm in the sun, I am having these sensitive eyes. So I go to see the eye doctor today, Dr. Heron. And uh, and he, we do the eye exam, you know, which I always have just a, not a stress, but I'm like, I really want to pass this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I hope my eyes are acting properly and they felt kind of gritty and tired. They and- only use certain letters. Yes. E M A G S T. Yeah, the yeah. O and the C. Yes. <laughs> anyway, he goes, well, he goes, he goes, yeah, your your eyes, you need a new prescription. I said, oh, they've gotten worse. He said, actually, your eyes are getting better. Your prescription is less and less. You're, really? One eye is almost 20-20, and the other eye has gone from a minus 250 to minus 75. And I'm wow. like, what in the hell? That's right. a big difference, too. But he said it's still the same as wearing, you still can't see. Right. <laughs> so it's the same as wearing too powerful as it is wearing too underpowerful. Too yeah. He said this is this is also why your eyes are bothering you so right. much because your your prescription is so different from what it was. Isn't they, that crazy? I'm like, uh, I, it's baffling. Mm-hmm. So I have younger, so, older eyes. I, Just like my physical age. I'm a younger, and, older person with younger, right. older eyes. And usually the only way people have that is if they get have cataract surgery or replacement of retinas. Because my mom had one younger, under eye. No, he said that this happens with people who have my kind of where you're like you've got one eye is farsighted and one eye is nearsighted. Right. You know, because I was not really a candidate for that surgery that you and Casey had. Oh, yeah. LASIK. LASIK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wouldn't really. Because your eyes keep changing. Well, no, No, it was. It wasn't like. They weren't equal. Yeah. And I could I can see across a room like, Uh, you know, you guys couldn't see your alarm clock right next to your face. Right. No. Or whatever. You know, you'd have to be like. And I, you know, what's funny. (laughs) I met someone who works at St. Paul Eye Clinic or something or not there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um. And we were talking about LASIK, and she says, yeah, she doesn't. I said, I, that's a one-and-done surgery for me because of the smell. Oh. The smell? Because you're awake. Your eyebrow. Your eyeball. Yeah. Oh, your, they're burning Maybe your it's eyeball? better now. Maybe it's less invasive. You got it back in the golden age. I got it way back when. I mean, oh, at least it, 15 years ago. Remember you I and was Casey? 35. It was longer than that. Okay, but you and Casey went the same, same day, day, and they didn't we know We didn't it. even know. They both got LASIK at two different doctors on the exact same <laughs> day, did. and you both needed readers like about on the exact same day yeah. ten years later. Yeah. That's crazy. I so, know. Isn't that isn't that weird? I got an amazing pair of um, sunglasses, Julia. They're gorgeous, Randolph. They're made in Maine, mm. so it's one of the few eyeglasses that are made manufactured in, in the here. U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it's uh, Randolph, just outside of Boston, and it's these two uh, guys who immigrated to America. And, you know, they wanted to make the world's best sunglasses. And anyway, uh, Dr. Aaron was like, try these sunglasses. They're very Jackie O. They're gorgeous. And I like them. Because my, I've decided I know what I'm 
going to shop for in Paris. Okay, besides so, a pretty tablecloth. Okay, okay, because <laughs> which I What's love that? buying a pretty tablecloth yeah. and maybe some little bowls. That's kind of really like you know, and of course shoes. I wouldn't mind buying a pair of shoes, but my feet can't be trusted. No, she, and the possibility of me drinking is high for for, you know, shoe, shopping. for shoe shopping, and then I buy the wrong size. Yeah. We know how you roll. Yeah. So anyway, maybe a pair of eyeglasses. I went down the Instagram rabbit hole. Who knew? Except for Anthony Bosco at InVision and everybody else who owns eyeglasses. Paris is like the eyewear capital of the world. That in a place in Spain. Haven't we known that? I guess. Yes. and Bosley. So anyway, I'm going to... Like, maybe look for a pair of... Like, what do you want them to do? Maybe get a pair of vintage glasses. Maybe just get a fresh new pair of glasses, fashion-wise, and then get the lenses put in over so here. Bad. Get your eyes examined first. You need a fresh subscription. I do. Prescription. Or prescription. I really do. Because you and I both have been saying yes, we, can't we can't see. see. Our I've eyes been have able changed. to see for two years. Yeah. Yep. Once a year, you need your eyes examined. You really do. Yeah. You really and do just like a breast exam. That's right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That show, Julia, you told us about uh, the resort that none of us ever went to Peacock and yep. streamed it on. NBC is so high on this show because it did get good buzzy, but people, yes. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they, uh, they're they going to try and give it the NBC bump. Oh. And Are they starting gonna... tomorrow, it's going to be on oh. NBC and you can DVR it. Oh, the f- wonderful. Like from start... F- the beginning of the series, do you know, or is it like where are they currently? Yeah, they're going to do it once a week. They're yeah, but they'll do it once start it. I'm so happy about this because then we can DVR. Nice. Because the, the whole thing with those streamers, you just forget about it. You forget about it, and mm-hmm. people are really like kind of, you know, this is a buzzy book. Oh, good. Or not a, a buzzy show uh-huh. on Peacock, but they, they want, they're hoping that America's Got Talent audience will stick around for the resort. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's going to start tomorrow, tomorrow night. All right. Yeah, we can, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We can do awesome. that. What day is tomorrow? Wednesday. Wednesday, the your day. birthday. Oh, yeah. That's so it. try and rem- remember to do it tonight if possible, because you're going to be busy tomorrow night, obviously. Yes, it's my son's birthday. That's right. Uh-huh. Double busy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. So our story we can't get enough of is basically, you know, we were told that we were getting two bachelorettes in this season of The Bachelorette, which meant we were going to get double the love story, right? Yes. And double the drama, drama, but in reality, it's been half of everything. Oh. Very little time. We don't know the guys at all, and we haven't seen any connections. We feel no connection, nor do we know any names. In fact, I just this past week realized... Gabby is the baby ghost whisperer, and Rachel, Rachel is, is the, the crybaby. Cry Rachel's the pilot, Gabby's the nurse. Not even. Just I know by, that. <laughs> Rachel is the crybaby, and Gabby is the is the uh, baby ghost whisperer, because you can't get a sense of anybody. Although I will say, ABC was on fire with their teasers for trying out for The Bachelor. Jesse Palmer saying something oh, yeah. like, you know that he knows that you know he's never going to ask you to marry him, so why don't you try out for The Bachelorette? They, they really had they a lot were, of ads last night during the show. They You're were right. really, really great teasers. And so last night was a two-parter of the hometown dates, and seriously, we're seeing so little connection because they've spent so little time together because of the stupidity of having two bachelorettes right and giving too much power to the guys and then having rachel cancel all of her cocktail parties where you would get to know people more she was busy crying 
uh, about the rejection because she's not as attractive to See, the men I think, as the baby ghost whisperer. I whisper. think she's prettier than the baby ghost whisperer, and it's but her personality is annoying. So you have to be sparkly. <laughs> um, Tell us how you feel. No, no. I, I listen. I'm just putting on my my heterosexual man hat, and I will say pretty. Only goes so far if you're pretty and annoying. Oh, oh you are right there. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. have to, but if you're, you know, she's just, she's just flat out annoying, Rachel, because she's such a crybaby and she doesn't really want to be there. And she, that was apparent from day one, the very first thing. You know, why am I here? I'm like, it's the first day, and you're already crying. This is not it's a so good funny because the other one bugs me more. Gabby. Because of the ba- because her baby ghost whisperer yeah. voice. It drives me crazy. And so on the hometown date, it's something that they all practice. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the show we can't stop watching, but yeah. we hate. But the hometown dates, the, the, whoever, they have to practice, you know, running and jumping and hoping the guy can pick them up as they wrap their legs around their waist. Because every hometown date starts with a slow-mo jog. Yeah. I was just like... I miss you so times, much. I'm like, is, is, is he going to be able to stay standing? <laughs> oh, you're so funny, Lori. So anyway, here's just like Uh-oh. a little... Uh, ra- you know, kind of a wrap up of the whole last night two hour episode in that we're just going to get in about a minute. And um, so they're each, I think Rachel had three hometown dates. And I don't even know if we saw them all. And um, Gabby, the baby ghost whisperer had four, but the, uh, the thing that we're here at the end is um, I only saw two dates each. Yeah, well, Rachel had a third hometown oh, because T- it was Tino's dad who said, what are you talking about? You two don't know each other at all. This is not real. You guys have so much. He almost made her cry because oh, he yeah. was like very skeptical that after five weeks... They could be engaged. Yeah, and then another dad had told uh, Rachel that he said, I'm concerned because you went to so many awesome places. I mean, you go to the most romantic places on earth, you could fall in love with the monkey. <laughs> so Rachel... <laughs> Rachel's had two dads be skeptical that their sons could fall for her in five weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, On yeah. top of all the other. So maybe we know why she's a crybaby, but let's just play it. I'm so excited to meet families That's and Gabby. deepen Gabby. our connections. I'm happy here. Me too. It really feels like a taste of the future. This is the best day ever. She's crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel. I have been falling in love with you. I feel so happy. I just feel sorry for those other fellas. Scary to like open up and just show somebody my entire world. I'm terrified because I know how much I have to lose. I'm just trying to stay true to myself. That's important to keep in mind. That guy doesn't want to get engaged. (laughs) And you know, you know, we're gonna have to have a talk. You're living like a fairy tale right now. I mean, you're saying all the right things. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That I want to see him fall for the right person. I don't know how I made it out of that house alive. I almost cried. I feel bad not saying all this to you earlier. I care about him so much, and then he hear that. I feel like my heart is breaking. You're crying, baby. This has been Rachel's. I feel like my heart has been breaking since week one. <laughs> it has been. Uh, I How mean, many weeks in are we? She is going to six? be able to write a book about what a horrible experience this has been for her. Trauma. <laughs> Trauma because they let the guys have the. Uh, say and then she got openly rejected. I'm going to go and try out for G- Gabby, baby, you know, Ghost Whisperer. I mean, it was just like I'm really I putting s- on my Unreal from watching that show Unreal, where it was real producers from The Bachelor doing a scripted drama, which is so good, so good. But thinking it must have, they must have paid super bonuses to the producers to try and make a show out of this because what they accidentally ended up doing was cutting the amount of time that people got to spend with each other. The, I, the connections so aren't happening. They're not happening and we're not, not feeling, feeling the it. connections. Neither are the yeah. gals and, and a couple of the guys too. Each of the gals, women had a guy say, I'm not going to be ready to engage, mm-hmm. fall down on one knee. And, and there's really two weeks left. Isn't that nutty? There's a men tell all. Right. And I did see Meatball in a preview get poured, uh, you know, Spaghetti red or something all yeah. over him. But it looks like it might be a heated up, as that episode always kind of is. But there's not going to be any happily ever afters at the end of this Bachelorette. The happily ever after is, you I know, that they got Insta followers and they're going to be I don't able- know. Okay. No, I, yeah, there's. I disagree. What? Well, you think somebody's going to find a happily ever after in this? I do. You're gonna mess? I do. I do, Lori. No, Julia. There's and then the one that was so. If they do, it'll be because you know they get paid sad. a little extra bonus, you know, to be together for six months and on the cover of People magazine. Then they'll break up and give back the rings and everything. Oh gosh. No, but that's there's not a. You just said it yourself. But I think, but the the two that I did think like each other. A little bit is the guy whose dad died, Eric. This is not a good reason to get together under no, the cloud I know. of grief, and Gabby. But I'm just telling you, and I think Tino and Rachel like each other. The dad did not like her at all. No, so this is going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're wrong on all counts. Well, there will we'll be see. no happily ever after. Only you get the happily ever after I'm on this our down. reality TV maybe show. We're gonna, maybe I'm gonna win a yeah. No. <laughs> no. We'll see. There's just not enough there there between any of them. You know? They'll never do this again. Well, they'll never they'll get it. They'll go on GMA and Jimmy Kimmel and, you know, they'll get some more. They'll have their fame. Maybe one of them wants to be an entertainment correspondent. There you go. On a show or something. I mean, they, you got to take advantage. Yeah, yep. you do. You're yeah. right about that. Okay. We don't know about you guys, but we've had a chance to digest Harry Stone's Rolling Stones interview. And Harry Styles. Or Harry Styles. Harry Stones. Harry Stones. Because <laughs> I want him to play Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. I'm really taking a lot of shortcuts there in my speech, know. and we're not even at the fair yet. <laughs> so Harry Styles um, uh, was released yesterday. He's the first ever star to appear 
simultaneously across all 14 of Rolling Stone's international editions, just like Vogue and other magazines. They tailor it per country. Yes, Yes. British Vogue is Mm -hmm. not the same as American Vogue, but all the Rolling Stone countries, wherever that is published, all went along with Harry Styles as the cover. So there's like actually maybe 14 covers. Um, Thank you, Grant, for posting. My eyes are, I feel like... I'm looking at Harry Styles in cotton candy, you know, um, boxers with a bow. I just couldn't have been more delighted. <laughs> and I feel like there's a He's wave. Cute. There's yeah. a wave going across the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing something that may or may not be there. I've got a dirty mind. <laughs> but the internet lost its mind. Okay. That was last night. Then the internet started coming Remember together. Remember when you gave us the tour of all of his tattoos? Oh, yes. Yes, I know Grant, the were you with us when she gave us the tattoo? And their tour? Meetings. I don't think so. No. Oh yeah, I googled it once and it got thrown away, but I could find it again. I'm sure. But oh yeah, he yeah somebody maybe Glamour UK actually did uh-huh. a blow by blow of every tattoo <laughs> and why he got it because he's there. He's got a massive amount to use a very British phrase. Massive. massive. He has a look. He yep. does have a look. Yep. So, but one of the things that people were losing their minds about was that on the cover of at least the U.S. version, and I don't think it made every issue because everyone puts their own stamp on what their titles are. Because inside there, it's going to be different things. But on the U.S. one, um, Rolling Stone refers to Harry Styles as the king of pop. Ooh. And people were losing their mind, and I kind of thought, well, I wouldn't want someone else to be called the king of rock and roll. That's Elvis. Right. You know, Aretha Franklin, queen of soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Madonna is the queen of pop. Yeah. And um, so people were going crazy. Here's just a couple things. Um, uh, When Harry Styles um, can sell six gold records at 11 years old and be on the Rolling Stone cover at the age of 11 in 1971 and win eight Grammys in one night, then he can be king of pop. People are getting mad at Harry. They're getting mad at Harry because Rolling Stone gave him that title. But then other people are like, oh, Rolling Stone disses Michael Jackson all the time, even though he was on the cover when he was 11. He had six gold records and he was on the cover of Rolling Stone in 1971 and in January 92... Rolling Stone anointed him the king of pop on a cover. And when you think about it, Michael Jackson starts performing at the age of five. He's a veteran by the age of 15. He breaks racial barriers and he revolutionized the music industry. And he did win eight Grammys in one night. He did. And Harry Styles is just not that good yet. He isn't. He Call him the Prince of Pop. Call him the greatest showman. I mean, get... Rolling Stone, get creative with your titles. Is that that is the message? The bottom line. Yes, because they already Michael Jackson is that. Thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe you say, oh, but he's this year, this generation. No, there's no. one king of rock and roll. There's one. What do you think? You know, so you're creative. Uh, don't. Yeah. And Michael Jackson fans will come for you. And Michael Jackson's family isn't having it. They feel very protective about that. And then it also seems like Rolling Stone likes to take jabs at Michael Jackson. And the fans um, are very, you know, Michael Jackson fans are rabid. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Yeah, don't poke the beast there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But so you are right, so, so I Elvis did, Presley is the king of rock and roll. Yes. Would you ever, ever no. have him replaced no. with Mick Jagger because he lived more decades? No, Mick or Jagger is, you know, he's in the greatest rock and roll band. Okay. Okay. The greatest rock and roll band <laughs> yeah. in the world. I love that. If the queen of pop was Madonna. She's the queen of pop. Yeah. Ever replaced by Beyonce? Or? Mm-hmm. Beyonce has her own title. Beyonce is queen of the world. Ah, there you go. Okay. Oh, very, look at Laurie. Look at yeah. how quick you are. I, I'm liking how quick you can do exactly. this. And Aretha Franklin is the queen, queen of soul. soul. So anyway, people were mad, but Harry, then people were mad at different things that... Um, People accused Harry of queer baiting allegations, um, where he said something about his movie, The Policeman, and he made a comment about how um, sex between two men is portrayed on screen. People got mad at him about that um, and said to stop speaking for them. People got mad at him. You can see why they don't do interviews. 100%. Because, first of all, one person combed this over and tweeted out, and then that got followed by everyone because there's such a firewall at Rolling Stone. I don't believe all these people have subscriptions to Rolling oh, Stone. Oh, no, but everybody has yeah. read it, and yeah. then different entertainment sites are doing breakdowns yeah. on it right. and stuff like that. And he really is, um, he was asked about accusations about queer baiting mm-hmm. or benefiting, presenting as being quote unquote queer without publicly identifying as. Uh, queer and because Harry has been very inclusive and just like I think everyone should explore, you know, just with his language. Whatever you are, yeah, and he dresses even. But he, they, Rolling Stone wanted to know how do you feel about the public fascination with your sexuality. Now, if I'm his Harry's PR person, I am coaching him on the lines of. Well, you know, sometimes it is just hard to be this good looking. I would be more self-deprecating instead of giving all these answers that just lead people into more questions, more questions, you know, and. But I thought this was a good line. You know, he said, you know, um, they say sometimes people say you've only been publicly been with women. And he says, I don't think I've publicly been with anyone if someone takes a picture of you with someone, it doesn't mean you're choosing to have a public relationship or something. He says he's never spoken about any of his relationships. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. So I've never talked about but my life. But he talks around it and he talks work. about it. And he did talk about Olivia Wilde to Howard Stern. And, you know, he kind of has, but he's, um, he's, it's Harry's world and everybody wants to be a part of it is kind of, I mean, you know, he's got this residency. He's got not one, but two movies. He's in this high profile romance with a woman that most of his fans can't stand an older woman with the baggage of two children, right? you know, and really people are like we said about Michael Jackson fans musician, people who are in love with their musicians, you know, they are just passionate. Yeah. In a way. And so I give Harry, you know, I, I, I love everything, um, you know, about him. Just, I'm a, I'm a fan. Right. But really, I, think I am. Wait, I really well, am. So we, we both are. I'm a fan. And I think he's, he's been wise mm-hmm. beyond his years. Yes. Because, because he was on X Factor at 16 yes. is when Simon discovered him and put together 
One Direction. Direction. Mm-hmm. And the One Direction fans were super crazy fans. They were too. I mean, and they rose to the top and they and he couldn't w- go anywhere. They couldn't do right. anything. You know, they were overnight pretty much sensations when right. they got put together. He must have a very good, tight, you know, family and friends. That's what I think structure. because if he, that's what I think he has a good, mm-hmm. foundation. solid foundation. Thanks, yep. Grant. Yeah. Yep. That. You know, he doesn't get too And he's ruffled. probably always been like a cute little superstar of a kid in the family. Oh, Harry will oh, get I'm up sure and they were. dance. Yeah. I mean, I know like both Julia and I grew up in our families where we were actively encouraged to put on shows. Yeah. And, my, you know, we would do dance and we would do, into, you know, um, my one sister and I, we were laughing about there was some comedy album that we knew a little bit of the skit of. Mm-hmm. And we'd Flip pop Wilson. up over and over the bar to say the things, you know, for our parents. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think that Harry had, like, he was very loved as a kid and encouraged to be himself. He said something that we can relate to, though, Lori. Okay, so they're mm-hmm. talking about his new film and everything. Which one? Don't worry, darling. For all of them. Just, or the policemen. Here's, here's what he just says, okay. basically. Um, he said it's going to be a while before he does another movie. He says, when you're making music, something's happening. It feels really creative, and it and it feeds stuff. A large part of acting is the doing nothing, mm-hmm. waiting thing, which, if that's the worst part, then it's a pretty good job, but I don't find that section of it to be that fulfilling. I like doing it in the moment, but I don't think I'll do it a lot. I think there will be, it'll be a long time before I crave it. Yeah. That's how we're going to feel after Project but, Down and Dirty. Oh. Lori and I made this <laughs> big proclamation before we even had this job, Grant, when we went to the filming of Sex and the City, our Sex and the City mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. And we had to sit around and wait. And wait. And, and then they changed the lighting. And, and then, then you'd sit wait. around and wait. And then you'd wait some more. And, and suddenly wow. it's four hours of waiting <laughs> and nothing has happened. Right. And then wow. finally they start to do something and the director says, and action. action. And then it's three sentences and then it's cut. And of course, I say oh. to him right then and there, oh, you're good at your job. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> the whole cast just worked so loud. But we waited for four hours for them oh, to Julia, say. No, we started waiting at noon it that was, day. Oh, man. It was, and so we walk out of there, both Lori and I decide. And they're like, you're going to leave? We haven't even really filmed because it was just testing it still. They it rehearsing. wasn't even a rehearsal. And, and we're said. Oh yeah, we got, got places to we go. Gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go, and we walk out of there and said, "Well, there goes our acting careers. That's much too boring for us. Yeah, we could it, never yeah. sit around no. and wait." So you always wonder why the people are in their love in the campers. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you're so damn because bored. you're in this imaginary world. And anyway. this is before cell phones and right. computers on your phones or anything. Yeah. People, you were just like, what else are we going to do? Yeah, you guys firsthand experience there. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, I right, thought it was well, funny. When we come back, we are just going to maybe hear from a little bit of GMA on just, um, they did a little bit more condensed. We really got into a lot of opinion on, on I Harry. Like I liked it, too. And, um, again, do you see what I'm seeing in the cotton candy briefs on this Photo, please. <laughs> all of us look at a computer screen from different angles. All right, <laughs> look up at it and see if you can see under shorts. <laughs> I think I can. We'll be right back. <laughs>
There's Harry. He's one of his good music friends and friends in real life. Lizzo, she got up, popped up and performed with him at Coachella this yeah. year. Yeah, and didn't he buy her flowers or something oh, too yeah. recently? They, they yeah. have a little fun relationship. They really do. And um, let's just play the audio where, you know, GMA kind of wraps up this uh, interview that Harry, where he talks about really kind of everything in a way that we've never seen him talk about before. As it was, or as it is, Harry Styles is having a huge year. His third album, Harry's House, is a huge success. His world tour, his fashion collection with Gucci, and a blossoming movie career. Now this morning, he is front and center on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine's Global Issue. And that means he's the first ever cover star to appear. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here simultaneously across all of Rolling Stone's 14 international editions. Styles opening up about his upcoming role in the film My Policeman. You can sense the waves. You know how strong they are. The film, out in October, is set in the UK in the 1950s when it was still illegal to be in a same-sex relationship. Styles telling Rolling Stone, It's obviously pretty unfathomable now to think, Oh, you couldn't be gay. That was illegal. I think everyone, including myself, has your own journey with figuring out sexuality and getting more comfortable with it. Harry Styles to be somebody who's completely quiet online. So to see him open up about so many things, including his relationship with Olivia Wilde, his movie career, finding his sexuality, his journey with therapy, and even his disdain for Twitter was incredible. Styles is also starring in another film out next month, directed by his girlfriend, Olivia Wilde. Styles opened up about how some fans mistreat his romantic partners. It's obviously a difficult feeling to feel like being close to me means you're at the ransom of a corner of Twitter or something. I just wanted to sing. I didn't want to get into it if I was going to hurt people like that. Styles also saying he's committed to therapy and keeping his private life private. I've never talked about my life away from work publicly and found that it's benefited me positively. There's always going to be a version of a narrative, and I think I just decided I wasn't going to spend the time trying to correct it or redirect it in some way. And he revealed a very strict diet and sleep regimen. I want to read that to you because this is how he keeps his voice in shape. 10 hours of sleep a night with two humidifiers, no coffee, no alcohol, and rounds of vitamin-rich IV drips. He also said that he's always writing, so you never know. A fourth album may be on the horizon. You could read the full interview right now at rollingstone.com. Oh, Harry, you're aspirational. That's all I got to say. He's worth $100 million. Yeah. He is a... Pescatarian, pesce, fish, so Italian. Just fish he just pasta. eats fish and as a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, and he, um, wow, he's worth $100 million already. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Those humidifiers are supposed to be the bomb for our voices. I want one installed in my room for the state fair. You should because the allergy things. I know. Are very I've already started real. my allergy music, or music you, or medicine. Your medicine, your <laughs> your your um, musician of uh, magic tricks. 
No, really, the suffering is real. Oh, I bet. The talking. The talking, and we kind of forget, like, well, we're outside all day. Everyone gets it in the dust and everything. everything. It's kind of exciting. I feel like I'm a kid on the verge of going to camp. I took out all my T-shirts. Oh, you did And lightly pressed them. Lightly pressed them, got out all my hoodies, because Julia and I always have the shift where the wind shifts, Mm -hmm. and dusk falls, and it does get cool. Yep. Yeah. And um, I found my backpack, my holy backpack, or my... The light backpack that I think we're like the only group here that really truly like loves to be down there. I know all the other shows like it, oh, but they I think pretend. we they love but I heard to be Donna down there. say today, she's I think like, it's her twenty third year. Yeah. Oh, she's lucky. She has been yeah. it that many but, years. But you know, yeah. I can maybe, you know, DJ people don't like going out as much because you feel like more like an animal in the zoo. You get stared at. Yes. <laughs> you just get stared yes. at. Like we the thing I think that feels different for us is like we look out and people are just like genuinely they're smiling at us. They've yes. listened to us for a long time. We feel like we all know each other. You right. engage with them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is different. I guess if you're just sitting in there like some right. spin in your you know, the tunes and people just look at you and you can only talk here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. What the hell? But um yeah, Harry, you're just you're just it, man. So he's doing the never complain, never explain, but he did Basically. have to give a big interview. He that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. You know, these two movies and well, his residency. You gotta tell your friend you want a full report after she goes oh, and I sees know. him. I know. When is your friend She's going, going to Madison Sunday. Square Garden this, this Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, it's Beth. That'll be fresh uh information, intel. Because the VMAs are that night too. Yes. And those are in LA? The VMAs? VMAs, I think, are at Barclays Center. Yeah, I think it's they gonna are. be a busy, uh good there'll be a lot of stars at Harry's show on Saturday night. Let's put it that way. Friday and Saturday. Here yes. he's gonna, his manager is going to get <laughs> a lot of comp busy, requests. Yeah. Can we have so-and-so on the guest list? I just imagine rich people don't pay to see each other. No. And they just get in, even though they could afford it, or they could say, I'd like to pay for the 100 seats that are available, but there's probably no 100 seats. I think it was so sold out. Right. A very active reseller market if you will no they're all yeah it's gonna be that's thank you for all right so no I've, roger I've freeman the, has request. a question for you julia what year is it three of the top five songs on itunes singles are oldies the Olivia number Newton, one John. the number one song is from 2003 see if you know it this I is love this song on itunes why I have it? Must have been in something. The number two song on Don't iTunes. Don't for me. Yeah, is American Pie, the Don McLean, the eight-minute version. <laughs> the one you sang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I sang that. At, yeah. Number five is Have You Ever Seen the Rain, Creedence Clearwater. So I think oh, these gosh. songs all show up in TV shows. That's yeah. my theory. That oh. they're from something just like Kate Bush running up the hill for Stranger Things. Otherwise, you can't make any sense of it. I mean, Demi Lovato, her 29, which that's at number 51. And Beyonce has, and, and even Harry, you know, they haven't had second hits from their albums. No. Although Harry's house is still selling. Nor has Adele. Yeah, or Adele, no, she's not even in the book. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> My friend wants to know what she should wear to the Harry Styles concert. 
your friend? Yeah. Well, comfortable shoes because it's Madison Square Garden. There's going to be steps and her toes must be covered because that would be a real good place to okay, get comfortable shoes. On. What else, though? Covered toe. Um, just oh. Jeans and a cute top. Great jeans and a rock and roll yeah. shirt. So right now, I just read this. A resurgence of the song. Now, it took 50 years for John Fogarty's Clearwater, you know, have you see, ever seen the, seen the Rain? To get to number one. Now, a resurgence of the song has been bumped up to the charts due to Fogarty's recent presence on TikTok. Yeah. There you and go. And people know the song. Like, what yes. happened with Dreams on the Fleetwood yes. Mac guy? Yeah. He uploaded that in his center field, his single center field. Yeah. They're getting 4.1 million views every yeah. time that they release something people on TikTok. People are hungry for 60s and 70s rock and roll, I guess. I love it. Yeah. And, well, Evanescence. Look at that one. Yeah. But Don't Cry For Me. I love that song. Yeah. And Unstoppable. See ya. That's six years old. That's a roundy oh, note. great song. That's also in the top 10. I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well,